Welcome. You're tuned in to the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday. And I'm Dee. And we're here to let our souls shine. And we hope to inspire that same spark within you. Right, son? That's right, Deeds. It's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Deeds. Happy birthday. Hey, son. Thank you so much. Yeah. Did you have a good day? It was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. What a great time. Wonderful. What a great time to have a birthday. We have a lot of Pisces stuff going on this year on your birth on this year on your birthday. (laughs) I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Should we talk? We get some astro chatting going on. Yeah. It feels so powerful right now. So I'd love to hear more. Great. So last time we met for our little conversation, it was the new moon and the moon and the sun when they're together, it's called a conjunction and they were basically together in Pisces. And right now on your birthday over the last couple, over this last weekend, the last few days, Jupiter and the sun have been together in Pisces. And now like your birthday happened. And then there today while we're meeting, it's a half moon, but we have the we have Neptune and the sun together in Pisces. So really, if you looked at the sky right now, we can look up and see Jupiter, the sun and the moon, or I'm sorry, Jupiter, the sun and Neptune all together in Pisces. Mm. And um, so that's really potent. (laughs) Yeah. What does that mean? So basically the way that I like to think about it for one is that Pisces is every every sign has its own ruling planets and or planet one and but Pisces actually has two which is kind of lucky basically before Neptune was discovered Jupiter was the ruling planet of Pisces and then Neptune was discovered and so they assigned Neptune to Pisces and so in a way what they say is that Neptune and Jupiter are at home in Pisces that's their ruling zodiac sign. So they go hand in hand. And when you see it on a chart, it's like the Neptune, Jupiter, and the 12th house are all representatives of the Piscean energy. And so basically we have two of the, we have the two planets at home in Pisces right now with the sun shining on it. So it's quite a bit, like you said, it's quite a bit of Piscean energy coming in hot and mystic and dreamy all at once. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, do, is that what people say? Um, and I've heard exalted. Are they exalted in Pisces? Is that the same That's thing? That's a really good question. There's places where planets are exalted or at, or they're at detriment. That's kind of a whole nother thing with layers and um, information. But the whole idea around Neptune being at home in Pisces is that Neptune is considered it's been there in at home in Pisces for a few years now, and it will be for a few more. It moves very slowly, but the fact that it's coming up to close to this Jupiter, Jupiter is just like magnifying it. And it's like two brothers coming home for like Thanksgiving or something or two sisters, <laughs> you nice. know? And so when you have that, it's like, there's reunion energy. There's also that energy of like getting, getting refueled, getting, you know, there's kind of like a fill up that happens when you go home. Hopefully most of us are blessed enough, you know, I'm blessed enough to be able to go home and feel really good about it and get fueled from it. 
So, um, but there's, there's certain planets where they go into signs and it's like, it actually takes their energy and it takes a lot more work. So those are the detrimental positions, but this idea around Neptune being this really, really high frequency. Like if you think of it evolving from that Jupiter area from, you know, so Pisces was once ruled by Jupiter primarily, but to have that Neptune in there is like extra charge. And if you see the symbol itself, it looks like a tuning fork or it looks like a Triton, Mm -hmm. like Neptune and a Triton. But I always see the tuning fork and I always think of it as this like higher octave of all that is of this vastness of life, which Jupiter is so expansive and vast as well. I heard this in an astrology show or astronomy show once that if Saturn wasn't in the solar system, Jupiter would actually be cut off by it. And so Jupiter has this, it's expansive, but it does have Saturn there kind of holding the line. Neptune, there's no boundary. No boundary. Hmm. So the other thing that I want to say about this too, that's really fascinating is that Neptune is, we've had a lot of, we have a a conjunction between Venus and Mars right now in Aquarius and Venus is related to Neptune in a way where they talk about Neptune being a higher octave of Venus. And so Neptune gives this quality, like Venus represents our love, our values, our possessions, the things that we find most meaning and most beautiful aesthetics in, so to speak. It's like beauty and aesthetic and love and appreciation. Neptune is that next highest octave of it, of that love. So one of my phrases for this Piscean energy we've been having with it being the sun, Neptune, and Jupiter all conjunct in Pisces, I keep having this thought of unconditional love. Mm-hmm expansive love. And there's been a lot of lessons in unconditional love in the last few days, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So it's like, how hard, how much can you love? You could love more than you think you can (laughs) more than you thought you were. So do you have anything that have you haven't had any, I mean, obviously it's your birthday. This, so you and I will get into this privately when we talk about your chart, but do you have anything you want to share as far as like what you've experienced this year in, in your Piscean perspective? Yeah, this year feels a little bit different. It, it feels good, really, really good, actually. I know oftentimes when people approach certain ages, there's this stigma and people can get really freaked out by numbers and that sort of thing. But for me, it just feels like I have so much behind me now and that I, I talked about this a little bit last week, just stepping into my power and seeing myself um, finally reaching my full potential and there's much more to come, but that's how I felt, um, especially over the past few days. And I had time to spend with, I spent some time with some really great people and um, still celebrating and I'll continue to celebrate for, for several more days and, and the rest of my life, really, but good for you. Yeah, no, but it feels good. I feel like some of the, um, you know, I've been able to come into some stillness too. life gets really busy and, you know, I know you've been busy. I've been really busy with, with my work and it just feels really good to 
take a moment to recognize what I've accomplished and plant seeds for the future, of course, but um, really just, I think placing some boundaries too right now feels really good. Mm. And that's really, really unusual for me. I love this that you're talking about this because I've been feeling that very strong, the boundary thing lately. It's important. And it's interesting too, because like if everything I was just talking about with Pisces, as far as that limitlessness, the boundary, you know, like the expansiveness that's unbound. What is the word? <laughs> it's limitless, you know? And I, I think that we're walking this really interesting line right now of like when we think about Pisces, when I think about Pisces too, of just like, just appreciation for all that is. And, mm-hmm. you know, you and I were having a little chat before we started recording today's sesh, but it's, so, we were talking about that thing of like how sometimes it can just be so neutral. And so all that is that it's all that's, that's, it's like everything and nothing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's back to that. Like, it reminds me of the presentness, which is actually in order to get that, you have to have the boundaries and you have to be able to have this expansiveness at the same time, which is the big lesson I've been getting around the Pisces energy this week is like, it's so vast and yet it's so consolidated into mm-hmm. this like presence, you know? And so with the Jupiter there, I, you can always tell when I'm getting ready to say, like, I, I start kind of whispering in my voice, but like with the Jupiter there, it feels really special. Like we're being given Jupiter also reminds me of like a magnifying glass. So you can look and see the places and the edges a little bit where you can, you know, you can hone in and zoom in on, on things, consolidate and zoom in, get a deeper perspective and then zoom out and feel that as well. And like, I just think being able to move from that zooming in place to the expansive, like full view, full perspective gives you the sense of like, yes, okay, this is where I'm going to work my energy. This is where I'm going to consolidate my energy. This is how I want to, this is how I want to experience. And I mean, especially for you having a new year as well, you know, at this time, like it's really beautiful because I feel like as a collective, we really are crossing this this threshold where we're having to re-examine our values, where we're Mm -hmm. having to really see like, what do I want to take forward into the future? What am I leaving behind? And again, that requires some boundaries and some deep like detachment. That's also Pisces, right? Like detach enough to let it go so that it becomes this like whatever needs to be is there. Whatever needs to be there will be there. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I felt like that, that art of letting go. Oh, it's such a good practice. It is such a good practice. You're getting yeah. good at it too. I have to say. Thanks. And, uh, you know, it's scary sometimes, but, um, yeah. And then self-care has been such a huge priority too. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cause then you start to realize like, oh, this, I want to, well, after everything that we've all been through the last couple of years as humanity, I'm like, it's time to get healthiest, be healthier than ever. Like I'm already, I've already, we're both pretty, you know, we live pretty mindful lives <laughs> as mm-hmm. far as how, what we choose to eat, how we choose to engage, what we put in our body, how we use our bodies, all these things, which are living in rhythm. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. But you know, the, the, the idea of really getting like, I want to be healthier and stronger than I ever, you know, like I want to come out of this healthier and clearer. And Mm -hmm. so that self-care is so much a part of it. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks. It feels good. Nice. It's important. 
Well, I wanted to say that that this too, when I, I mentioned a few moments ago about the Venus and the Mars conjunction and how, you know, that's, that's really interesting. There's a whole, there's so many astrologers talking about things. And so in my head, I always think, when should I say it? Everybody should just hear it from other people. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is because a lot of my friends are like, I'd actually prefer to hear it from you. So here goes guys. But the, the whole, there's this whole relationship between the Mars and Venus right now. That's super potent that we don't see very often as far as their, their tempo and how they're moving with each other. They, all the planets are doing dances, but from earth, we always talk about them coming together, going where they look like they're going backwards, which would be a retrograde where they're going forward. And we really just had, so we've had this Venus. I have to bring this up because it's important, but we've had, we just came out of a Venus retrograde this winter. It started in early winter and our late fall, like Sagittarius season into winter Capricorn season. And it was basically retrograding in Capricorn. It just went direct recently. And then it just kind of, it keeps moving and Venus has crossed over this threshold that it's been kind of driving back and forth over for the last few months. And the way I look at it is it's like this point of really getting perspective. Venus is values, the things that we love, the things that we appreciate. It's really getting perspective on that when it's in retrograde and, mm-hmm. and then starting to move forward. And what's so profound to me about it being right now next to Mars is Mars is like, let's go. It's mm-hmm. got this drive into the future because it's Aquarius into the future forward, assertive, you know? And so it's like, okay, you've got some, we've, I feel like we're in this place where what you're just talking about self-care. If there's things that we've come to, like I'm feeling this in my own life of the things that I've really come to, it's like, all right, I got this perspective now it's like now is the steps move you know we've been practicing really moving into it and actually engaging on it and staying with it being consistent with it it's like this and then the the idea of that pisces jupiter and the sun all together there's this like huge amount of love unconditional love spiritual capacity vastness greatness you know the all that is supporting that, which we're putting our energy into. So Mm -hmm. it's super potent to keep yourself focused and centered right now and putting your energy where you want it to go. I love it. Yeah. And that, you know, us watery people, or maybe I'm just speaking for myself, the stepping out of the negative and limiting beliefs in our head. Mm, Good for you. You know, that really, there's a lot of, um, I feel that in my own life as well. And I, I have to say that this is a little bit, that reminds me the minute you say that is, it reminds me of like the last cycles we've been in with the South Node being in Sagittarius or since May of 2020. There's a lot of like belief systems that are just getting thrashed. I mean, I just am a completely, I know you and I both are in a lot of ways so different than where we were in 2019, let alone the early 2020s. And like so much has changed and transformed and the way that we're thinking, the things that I put my focus and energy into have shifted. And, you know, it goes back to that. Yeah. Like letting go of the things that are holding us back, limiting beliefs. And like you said earlier, like really practicing that art of letting go. Whew. Mm-hmm. So much has, so much has like gone by the way. Yeah. So much has like had to go for us yeah, to keep you, moving forward. And you know, me personally, you know, that my life looks completely different than it did in 2019, completely Mm. different. 
Yeah, it wasn't easy. It was not easy. <laughs> or maybe it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like it's like when, when you're hacking away, like that was my mantra with the North node and Gemini and the South node and Sag. And I'm still riding that mantra, but it's one breath, one thought, one step, one day at a time. When you're focused on it like that and you're just getting it done, it doesn't seem too bad. But then when you look back at where you've been and you're like, oh my God, look at that mountain we just climbed, you know? Yeah, I guess that's it. Looking back, it's like, wow, how did how did I even accomplish all of that? But while I was doing it, you're right, just one step at a time. Don't look back. Don't look too far into the future. Just stay present. The presence is so key. And I really want to talk about that, obviously, because that's like one of my main passions in life is like, how do I stay present? It takes, it's like, but the, I do want to talk a little bit about like the keeping of that, the rhythm of that. And and the idea that this is why I actually practice astrology, because I can understand through that. I understand kind of the, the order of things. I can see the rhythm of beginning, middle, end, the phasing of things and how, you know, that waxing and waning. And I'm going to bring it up every session because it's just like, this is living in rhythm. This is one of the aspects of living in rhythm. The moon cycle, the moon's phasing is so important for helping me. I found it to be one of my most important things for helping me stay grounded and present. It's, you know, last, our last session, our first, (laughs) our first session that we ever did for living in rhythm podcast was on a new moon in Pisces. And that was very deliberate because Pisces is like, we kind of talked about it as Pisces is a little bit of the endings, but it's also new beginnings at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was going back to is it the, you know, I mean, it's all and nothing at once. It's vastness in the void all at once because it's just so like, it's just so expansive and, and full of, I'm just going to put the word love. It's so full of love. If you open your heart to it, not everybody sees it this way, but I do. And so to, to have that new moon last week, we talked about the, if you can watch for the moon, you know, to wax Mm -hmm. a couple days after the the new moon you see a crescent moon and today and in tomorrow into the next couple days after we meet we're at the half moon mark which is one of my favorites i like i know i'll say this about everyone but i have an appreciation for the half moon more after these last couple of years than ever um a half moon waxing is always the right side illuminated waxing is always right side illuminated and when you look up and you see half lit moon, half dark moon. I mean, it's, we're halfway to the fullness, which means that we've, like you were just talking about, we've gotten somewhere, we've gotten some stuff done. Look at where I've been. Now I want to keep going, you know? And so at this point at a half moon, there's this, it's actually also a square. When you see it in a chart, it's a 90 degree angle. A lot of times people call a a half moon, a first quarter waxing, Mm -hmm or the last quarter is the, is the waning, but we're at a first quarter half moon right now. And so it is this place where it's like, okay, you're at base camp one, you know, are you going to keep going or are you going to, you know, are you going to pull back? Are you going to stay here and just cheer on the crew? You know, everybody gets to choose. And so this is the place though, if you decide to keep going, you got to really repack, you got to really situate yourself and set your, your goals again so that you can get to the next level. And, uh, so I, I'm really appreciating half moons for that. And then the fact that it's in Gemini right now, you're the one that mentioned that. Do you have anything to say about it? So she's shaking her head. No people, but anyways, it's, it's great. I love you. Deeds. <laughs> I'm still learning. Still she's learning. Like, ah. I love it. 
And this is why I have you here too. So I, just to keep me a little grounded, cause I'll start going bananas, but like a, a, a Gemini moon in general is also very thoughtful in that it's, it's kind of half weighing to side. Like it's not quite the Libra where it's weighing the scales, but it is going back and forth. Like it's got the pros and cons lists right in front of it. It's like looking for all the ideas, all the information it can gather before proceeding. And so to have that intuitive, like the intuitive quality being accentuated, that's the moon intuitive quality being accentuated by that part of you. That's like, not you, but the part of the mind and the the mental energy that's like weighing out the pros and the cons Mm -hmm. on a half moon. (laughs) So then I have a question as a Pisces. So is that the part of me that's like, I'm really thoughtfully and intentionally trying to stay in touch with my feelings right now, because I feel like at this moment, like with all the Pisces energy, it's pretty easy for me to get a little thrown off and maybe get a little overprotective or guarded or unsure of my feelings and unsure, you know, that sort of thing. Yes. And I will say that Pisces can sometimes like, so I love, I'm going to shout out to Patty because she always, our friend Patty always has this, Patty Clark has this saying that like on a good day or on a bad day, like that's how she'll, she'll word it. And I love it, but like on a, yeah, on a good day, Pisces is all those things. And I'm always like, I'm whatever. I got the late, the Libra Sag vibe. So I'm always on the good, like I'm always glass half full girl. That's me. And, um, I'll find a way to make it look in half full, even if it ain't, but like that on a bad day, so to speak, the, the Piscean energy is very diluted. It's delusional. It's like, you know, it can be, this part where it's like, so right now, collectively with all this Piscean energy is very easy to just get confused over all of the visuals, all the audio. There's so much feedback coming in at us on a sensory level that it's very, if you're not careful or if you're not staying centered and present, then it can easily throw you off or you can just be believing in all kinds of crazy things. I mean, it's like really loose out there. And if you go too far, this is my thing. Like right now, these are the days of the middle way, Mm. you know, like really it's, it's like super intense on either. And I'm not talking politically. I'm just talking in general, like, or, and politically too, but like either direction, if you go too far off center, it's a little like circus vibes, you know? Right. Right. (laughs) It's a little crazy. Yeah. And that those goes back to the self-care and, and for me, even just taking a day or even an hour or my drive basically from work and just either like listening to music or just recharge some, some way to recharge my batteries. And a lot of times that is getting off social media, first of all, you know, not even getting on the phone. Sometimes I have days off and it's like, Oh, I'm not calling Sunday today. I'm not calling my mom today. I'm just going to don't even turn the music on, just literally just recharge my batteries. And that's really, really good for me because too many distractions out there, it just takes me, you know, it, it, it pulls me away. Totally. Well, and this brings me to like, this is brings me to like the purpose of this, honestly, like when I started thinking about it, it's like, this is so fun, obviously having conversations with you and we'll do it regardless whether we're recording or not. That's <laughs> how the, we do. Yeah. Cause that's how we do. The interesting thing though, is I were, it's not interesting. It's just the truth. Like I really want to do this myself. I'm doing this to help to give a way where we can talk about this, the importance of all this stuff. Cause 
in my heart, I know that we're living in unprecedented times and an incredible moment in humanity. And I take that actually extremely serious more than I maybe let on sometimes. And I just feel like if there's anything I can do to serve humanity, it's to share my studies, my experience, and my ideas around what it means to be centered and grounded and present in this time. And that's the, where living in rhythm came from. It's the, that's like the phrase of it, but there's elements to it. And part of it is the core calibration is what I talk about it as. That's a, the combination of my movement and, and physical practices, mostly the physical movement practices. There's so many layers. Um, and then the core calibration or the cosmic synchronization is the astrology of it. And I feel like, like right now, it's just more important than ever to know who where and how you are in time and space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for myself too, I need the ability to release sometimes too and do it in a safe and um, intentional way. Yeah. She's like, and it's a release for you too, son. <laughs> <laughs> got to have a place for it, right? You got to have a place to put it. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. So it brings me to this. That's like the ideas around the centering and presence, like you've talked so much about. I've been like using this phrase, vibrational resonance. It's my thing Mm -hmm. like this. My highest priority right now is my vibrational resonance. Like, what is that? And it starts to get pretty quantum if I let myself go there. But the foundation of it comes from this idea that if I am centered and in my centered in, in my physical body, in my mind, body, and spirit, so to speak, then I'm actually present in the moment. And through that moment, when we're present, we're actually like vibrating and pulsing a gentle, like our heartbeat, our own Mm -hmm. rhythm, our, our very own frequency, our very own resonant or resident frequency. That's my first, the resident frequency is like your home. It's Mm -hmm. like neutral. It's like Mm -hmm. when you're parked in the, in the the house with the car and park and the the car's humming, (laughs) that's neutral. You know, you're at home base neutral. And what I like, so through my movement teaching and, and studying the, I make this joke often because like, I really like, do you know, I make, I may ask the question, do you know where and how you are in space? And it's kind of a joke because most people don't really know where they are. Mm-hmm. And I've <laughs> Let heard alone you say how. Yeah, I've heard you say it a bunch in in movement studies that I've done with you too. It's like, okay, guys, get organized. Mm-hmm. Where are you in time and space? You know, get get your stuff organized, get ready. And in that is it's it's our life too, not just in a Pilates session. You're, you know. Exactly. And one of the things I've noticed is like as if I can do it, I have this perspective that if I can do it in my body and then I can try to do, have that same agility in my mind. And then I can have that same agility emotionally, spiritually, physically. I mean, this is the whole idea is like how, if I can find that resonant frequency, that place where I'm, where I know where neutral is, then I can go to and from neutral pretty gracefully. That's the practice at least, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, so it's this, it's become this really interesting thing of just like understanding like how to use our energy and how to really be present in this time, like just to be present and aware in this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know you, you know, you talk about the astrology and I'm still learning, but, and so I might not know 
all the things that you know, and I'm, I appreciate and um, lo- love our relationship that way because you share so much with me. But I do know energy. I know what, you know, I know what things feel like, whether it's good or bad for me or, you know, environments and things like that. Well, and you just said it for me mm-hmm. because it's all so very custom, right? I mean, haven't you, the more you, I know you have a strong practice and a regular consistent practice that you tune into your center and yourself on a regular basis. And yeah, it's like, it's as it over the time, haven't you felt that you've really customized that to make it your very own? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I, I can, I can feel, and maybe this is the the Pisces speaking, but I know when things are genuine and Mm. that's so important to me. Well, and that genuine and authenticity, that vibe that you're talking about is the resonant frequency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's like, so how in the heck do I get it Sunday? How do we get it? You know, mm-hmm. so my practice is this for one is just like, I was making this joke, like all 2020 and I taught this class cosmic sync and shout out cosmic sync crew. But we were like, I, every week I was like, stand in the place where you live. I was like doing the REM song, stand in the place where you live, stand in the place where you live because it, everybody's trying to get someplace and do something and da, 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 da. And it's actually this ability to just like, can you stand up right where you are? And then Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you know, stand up. Like some people are like feet, (laughs) you know, there's all these layers. Like some people are like not in their body at all. So they're like feet, you mean stand legs? Oh, I'd rather sit. You know, it's like, okay, sit where you are. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe somebody doesn't want to sit. Okay. Lay down, elevate your legs. There's nothing wrong. Like what we're trying to do is find neutrality exactly where we are. And that's like the true self-acceptance and it's super intense, but like, so that the level one is to just kind of sit, stand or lay down where you, where you are. And then you start to breathe Mm -hmm. and through the breath, there's like the, the thing I tell everyone that I, when I teach embodiment work, it's like, your breath's rhythm is the breath's, your breath's rhythm and timing is the best timing for you. And I love how you said that earlier, like for me, you know, because Mm -hmm. I've often been in classes where I felt like I was being rushed to breathe or told to breathe a certain way that felt a little bit stressful. And so then my systems all freaked out. And it's like, I always, that's how I gauge it. It's like, if I'm feeling my RPMs ramping up and I'm stressing out, then I have to back out. That's like, that's not neutral. Back it right. up. <laughs> yeah, that's not neutral. That's not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, I know exactly what you're saying. I, I lie down on my stomach for Shavasana. Oh, and when see? I started doing that, it changed my entire experience. That's a really big point because not everybody feels great to just lie flat neutral on their back with their, you know, with all their vital organs exposed up. That's like, a, it's a, like a, like my cat doesn't want to do that, you know, unless he's like looking for some pets and like a specific time, but he's not going to just lay out and <laughs> expose his vitals. <laughs> right. And when you I know? gave myself permission to do that, it, it changed my whole world. And it's really about, that's kind of, I love how you use that word permission too, because that's the thing is we kind of have to give ourselves permission in our physical practice and this idea of centering and becoming present. It's like, like I said, maybe it's more comfortable for me to sit down. Maybe I need to lie down. Whatever helps you get neutral and calm where you can feel, you know, where you feel secure in your physical body, that's everything. It's the customization. And you've always been so gracious with with me and um, 
you know, when, when we practice physical um, practices together and there's equipment involved, story mm-hmm. of my life, when there's <laughs> equipment involved, it, you know, one size does not fit all. And that's the phrase that my Pilates teacher, Kara, and her, like the lineage I come from in Pilates, Kathy Grant, one size does not fit all. And the minute we try to, and this is the whole point is like, when we try to fit inside a box or inside on equipment, (laughs) you know, where it's like, this is not my size and the, and to give ourselves full permission to modify, adjust, or to choose not to even do this specific exercise or whatever it is, if it doesn't feel right to me, you know? And again, like, if you don't know what me is, that's like part of the fun of life is like, wait, that feels good. That doesn't feel good. That feels, you know, that feels like it's giving me energy. That feels like mm-hmm. it's taking my energy. You know, some things will do both. And that's when you're really getting, like if it's giving and receiving energy, mm-hmm. sweet. You know, like right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I always tell everybody, you know, I want to, I have, this is like the perfect segue. We just have to talk about this because it's a little bit of our roots, but um, it's something that I think about in the back of my head that it's kind of an inside joke for us. But can you share the Haska? Can you share the Haska comment at Red Rocks? Like maybe share a little bit about that. You know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, I think about? it's more hilarious coming from you. Okay. Okay. So, well, we are we basically are all from Deeds, myself and our other best friend, who happens to be her husband, is. Uh, we all grew up in Colorado and have grew up going to shows at Red Rocks Amphitheater, like our whole lives. And um, we go together. We're like hashtag show buddies. And um, our buddy Haska, basically, we have to give props to Haska. But anyways, he has this saying, when we go to Red Rocks, everybody, there's this whole idea where everybody's sitting on the bench and then they stand up and walk to the front bench. (laughs) And then they lose their spot behind them or things happen and people come and the, the gaps get all crazy. And Haska has this thing. If he could write his little, he could write some um, really, really good guidelines for showgoers to Red Rocks. But one of them is stand where you sit, sit where you stand. <laughs> and that's and totally a locals thing too. I don't think everybody quite understands that, right? I don't think anybody gets it but us. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> And by the way, I have to say this real quick. You introduced me to him. That is like amazing. We talk, I I talk about it all the time. I think it's fascinating. I love you guys. You were two people that I just loved you both so much. And when I first met like Haska, basically just even talking about him, we're both smiling huge, you know, he's got that vibe. Um, ever since I met him, he's just always put a smile on my face and made me laugh. And he's like one of the most, he's Aquarius guys. I'm just going to say that I won't give you his whole chart, but like Aquarius to the max, like he's the coolest, funnest person in the room pretty much always. And, um, and always thinking ahead and thinking about the humanity of it all. <laughs> so I'm so glad I brought you guys together. Cause now we get to go to shows and we do We spend our whole lives together and it's fantastic. Uh, but the Haska stand, stand where you sit, sit where you stand thing is huge. And so guys, if you're going to Red Rocks, when the show starts, you just stand up, you stand where you sit and then you hold the space. Okay. And then no one will come and sit on your bench and mess up with the flow of the group. You know, it's just a, it's one of the unwritten rules. Uh, but anyway, why didn't I bring that up? <laughs> 
Just kidding. No, because there's this idea around like how we come, how we become present and really like you have to be where you are. It's so funny that people think they stand up and then you're going to move into like, you know, you want to be present to be present in a, in, you know, present. I'll say that at the, I'll, <laughs> I'll say that on my favorite bands when they like do the flashback of the show. It's like, Hey, you know, this is 20 years ago. We, we played this show and I'll be like present. Mm-hmm. And that's because I was standing where I was sitting. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Probably not. But the long, the long short story around it is that is there's this ability to like, you really do want to stand up where you are and be just be and and that whole ability to just be present and feel so like one of the ways I, I think about the energetics of it too, is just to really feel so I'm standing strong where I, where I am in time and space. And then I start to breathe into that space that surrounds me. And so it's, I, I like really imagine, I always imagine the Glenda, the good witch bubble. It's like your aura. I have a Glenda, the good witch bubble. It can go small. It has a lot of capabilities in my visualization. My niece calls it their space bubble, which I totally dig too. And it's this ability of like, I can open my space bubble and make it really broad, or I can contain it depending on what's needed. And so, you know, all of this stuff is like driving a car in a way, like our energetic body, our physical body is like driving a car. You just have to figure out like how to drive it. And so part of that is really tuning into you stand where you sit and you tune into your right side, your left side, the front side, the back side, the diagonals, the upper, you know, the horizontal plane, the vertical plane. And then you really truly, truly start to feel that axis, that center of gravity where everything consolidates. And, and through that space that's around that consolidated energy, you, you begin to really recognize this field the plane. This is also Pisces, by the way, like you really start to recognize that subtle energy of the field. And I said it last week, I kind of caught myself, but I, you know, it's like a full on star Wars moment where it's like, you can tune into the force from that place. You can feel a disturbance or a resonance. And just from being able to tune into the field, as we get more adept at this, like, I just want humanity to do this. Like, let's all get centered and tune in. (laughs) (laughs) we need it. (laughs) And right now is a good time to start. If you don't already have a practice, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, and that's the thing. It's like, it's never too late. And, and often what I find too, is, um, that like almost every human being I've ever talked to has had at least one or two experiences of awareness of this. Like when we're having a, when we're having really high moments in our lives or we're feeling grateful and and, and blessed and just like super present and soaking up energy. Like that is the vibe. That's the field. We want to be there. We want to start to hold that resonant frequency so that we can overcome some of this heavy stuff. That's, you know, there's so much going on and prayers out to the world. We also need to take care of ourselves. And if we can hold, if we have the energy and the capacity, I like, I, I feel like it's my duty. That's what I was saying. Taking it, you know, so serious. It's like, if I have the energy to do it, I got to stand up where I sit <laughs> and be accounted for, you know, mm-hmm. the other thing I would say about this too, is that in that centering, there's always this decentering that happens. Like this is something that my teacher Kara Reeser talks about is Pilates teacher is the balance between centering and decentering. 
and it, it really actually goes back to that one size fits all. It's, it's not like this thing that we just arrive to and then we're there, you know, and you just hit the pose and you hold it forever because right. that's just so unrealistic. But like you, there's this, that's also why I love thinking about it as a rhythmic, it, this all has a rhythmic nature and we've talked about it before as like waves of funk and there's waves of joy too. And it's just that, that ability to like tune in when we can as best we can. And then the times there's going to be times in life when we're just out of sync, but if we have the tools, we can get back in sync. And it's, it for me these days, it's becoming about that, the intervals between me being in and out of sync, you know, so like I'll, I'll decenter, but then I'm just going to tune back in when I feel, when I become aware that I'm off, I just do my best to step towards tuning in again, you know, and it's a one breath, one thought, one step, one day at a time. Right. And even if we can become aware of it for a short window of time, that's, that's great. You know, congratulations. Oh. And I, and I congratulate myself all the time when I achieve that. And then, like you said, there's just other times when, when we're just thrown off a bit. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought that up because there's oftentimes when I work with a new client or somebody that's just like, hasn't even actually committed yet, but they're talking about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm talking about getting centered. I'm talking about thinking about how right. I'm thinking about talking about it, you know, mm -hmm. and like, <laughs> this is what people do. And then they start to put all these blocks up like, well, I really don't have time for a whole hour class, or I don't have this and that. And the way that I really work with folks, like when I, in my, and in my own life too, is that, you know, it's like little bits add up throughout the day. It's kind of like, I always equate it to like some people can, you know, just have little snacks throughout the day and then maybe one major meal. That's the way I feel about the, about it too, is like, sometimes you just, if you just had 30 seconds to tune in and then other times you have a minute or 15 minutes or, you know, and then some, sometimes you'll get throughout the week. It doesn't all have to, you know, there's not, I feel like the more we give ourselves permission to fluctuate with our day-to-day -day lives, because if, especially if you're just starting and you, you know, 30 seconds once a day adds up. And the more time you spend, this is what I've found. The more time I spend centered, the more I want to be there so that when I get decentered, I want more time to get centered again. And so it's just this thing where it's like, you actually want to go there more and more than not. And so then the time mm -hmm. starts accumulating Sometimes we have more to give than others. And I think that's really like, we have to give ourselves permission to do that, to adjust. Right. Adjust. And then also for me, I, I also have to allow myself, not, not beat myself up. Basically, if I fall off, not beat myself up and, because I know I can get right back on mm -hmm. whether it's right mean. at that moment or later in time but just not to, um, you know, have that self-doubt and self-talk and, and really just be present with it. Yeah. It reminds me of that song that I wrote when I say, sometimes I fall, but then I get back up, you know, it's like, you will, we, you will have days or sometimes like days upon days where maybe I will have days upon days where maybe I don't get the full on deep practice that I would like to have every single day, but it's like, yeah, it, there's definitely, I, I think about one of my teachers who always says like, you know, this isn't, we don't do this to give yourself one more thing to give yourself a hard time about, you know, like, right. 
the, you want to have, this is for your self care for you to feel good. And, you know, what I think is important is just like, again, being honest with it. Like some days we have more to give than others and it's okay. Like you said, don't like, we can't give ourselves a hard time. There's also that vibe of just like really honoring and listening to yourself too. And if you're like hearing, like the more we talk about it, the more you could actually be doing it instead of talking about it too. (laughs) Exactly. It's like all this is getting real with yourself, you know? This is Mm -hmm. about getting real with ourselves. One of my phrases I'm using these days too, to through that is this radical self-accountability. Yeah, no no one else can do it for you. No one can do it for you. You got to do it for yourself. And you're the, you know, and it's cool when you have people in your life, like I have you in my life and, you know, other people like my husband, we have, we have our counsel. We all have our own counsel that we can defer to is to make sure that we're staying in check and just it's accountability crew vibes. But these are also the days of like self-empowerment, you know, like Mm -hmm. stand up, be one of the living. That's the way I feel. So yeah, deeds, we could go on for days and days, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else you want to no, share? This was great. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate all the, the birthday love and everything, and I can hardly wait to get into a, a chart reading with you. Yeah. We'll look at your solar return too. That's really fun doing regular readings. And then when you have a birthday, you get a chart for the year. So whole new year. Yeah. Let's look at that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And yes, definitely. Um, I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. I'm glad you had a good birthday. Thank you. And I love you too. And I'm so happy to be part of this project with you. Likewise, God, you're like an angel coming and just being here with me. And I, I just, I love that we're doing this. It's such a fun way to share some of our, we have, like I said earlier, we have these conversations regardless, but it's fun to be able to share them a little bit because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that we love that are listening right now too. Hi guys, we love you. And it's fun to be able to share a little bit of this info with them. I feel like we've been talking about it for a really long time. It is. Yeah, we're finally hanging up the phone and getting on the mic. (laughs) Ooh, I love that. Nice. All right, everybody. Well, if you want uh, more information, you can always reach us through livinginrhythm.com. You can book sessions there. You can send us a message, ask questions. And uh, we're so grateful you tuned in. Thank you so much for your time and for your love and support. And we hope you have a beautiful week. Peace. Peace. Love you, deeds. Love you, son. Love you, son.